Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey everybody just real quick before the show started uh this is steve and i just wanted to let you know for all the latest information on our podcast Hit us up on Twitter at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict, uh, basically... Google us, you'll find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, on with the show. Everything I learned from movies With a one last plot holes a gratuitous It's time to get busy with your friend Stephen of the world's most beloved hero. Can't minute. Fox me, a little brat. That's him. But sometimes, the only way you can feel the spirit of Christmas... Where'd he go? ...is to be hit over the head with it. Santa! What? It's showtime. Now, this confused bad boy is Santa, like you've never seen him before. A bearded basher of bad guys. A hero with a silly hat. A Robin Hood in red. Who were those guys anyway? Oh, they were from Mr. Frost. He's been clearing out the whole neighborhood and no one knows why. And he's got three days to foil a band of evil scientists. Assemble a team. They're taking the orphanage. Wait till Santa hears about this. He'll kick your butt to New Year's. <laughs> Santa, you slay me. Santa with an attitude. Keep them off the cookies, man. Santa with some friends. Santa with a mission. How are we supposed to get over this? And most of all, he's Santa with muscles. They can't start Christmas without me. Can they? There have been many Santas. You're not Santa. You're dead. But there's only one named Hope. Well, all you had to do was knock. Santa with muscles. Yeah. Fax me? He told the kid to fax him? <laughs> Not dated at all. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. Fax me? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Izzy. 
And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. And tonight... Uh, we're starting <laughs> off the holiday season of December yeah. with our first Patreon fan club pick. Yay! Santa with muscles. We may have to delete this option. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. <laughs> uh, for a mere $10 a month, Brendan from What Were They Thinking was able to pick a movie for us. Yeah! We, uh, we asked him why. Why in God's green earth would he recommend... <laughs> 1996's Santa with Muscles. Uh, and he sent us the following statement. Uh, sweetie, would, would you care to uh, read that in your best Brendan accent for us? Oh, no, I have a recording of Brendan right here. Oh, oh okay. Well, then just play that, please. As a valued co-host and co-producer of everything I learned from movies, I felt that this movie was so worthwhile of introduction that I became a patron of my own show to give you this wonderful movie, Garrett Morris. Garrett Morris, as in the voice of Zardoz, per his instructions. <laughs> Said like Zardoz. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, thank you, Brandon, for this wonderful experience of watching this movie. Um, but also a big thank you to our other Patreons out there. Yeah. Uh, let's see, who do we have now? Uh, we have Mitch and Dan with Four Finger Discount. What? Uh, Ruben and Erica. Whoop, whoop. Uh, Liz and Phil, Liz with the Nerdy Bitches podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Phil with uh, Matinee Heroes. Mm -hmm. By the way, have you seen his shirts? Their shirts are so good! <laughs> the manatees, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, Jarrett and Elisa from the Sci-Fi Double Feature Drive-In podcast. Woo! Guys, go check it out. Yeah, we've got uh, Diana and Paulina <gasps> with Happily Ever Aftermath. Repeat offenders on this here podcast. Indeed. Uh, Mike and Chris with the Grind Bin podcast. Yeah! Drew from the Real Fails podcast. Oh, yeah. I love you, Drew. And our latest, Brent <gasps> from The Home, The Video, The Hustle. Oh, he hustled on over to our podcast he now, sure huh? Did. He whoop, sure whoop. did. Whoop, whoop. Shout out to Brent. So, yeah, it's primarily podcasters that uh, support us on Patreon, but we love y'all. Y'all the best. Everybody's the best. Speaking of the best, mm -hmm. Santa with muscles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to quote our newest uh, Patreon subscriber. <laughs> <laughs> from director john merlowski who's he steve well he's a director apparently <laughs> um he's directed amityville a new generation this richie rich's christmas wish oh black cadillac cop dog oh hi mr pickles hi pickles are we having fun without you uh zombie hamlet which not gonna lie we need to see this <laughs> Seems like this guy makes movies for our podcast. Yeah. Crimes of the Mind and a movie called Bad Twin. Oh. So, yeah. And of course, starring Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Whoop, whoop. Uh, oh, man. I'm a little parched, though. <coughs> we talked about this movie. Like, I'm so parched. You barely get a drink. Uh, what do you got to drink, babe? Oh, well, I'm so glad you asked. We have from Channel Brewing Company. They're Cali Blonde. Oh. 5%. I got this in Stockton. Nice. I drove to Stockton for this, one of the murder capitals of our fair country. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Cali Blonde, not unlike uh, Hollywood Hogan. What? <laughs> A California Blonde. Is that a pussy in your lap, or are you just happy to see me? It's pickles. <laughs> Is that a pickle in your lap? The driest, hairiest pussy you've ever seen in your life. He's literally made of dust. 
All right. So from Channel Brewing, Stockton, California. I'm going to pop my top. Oh, my top. Yeah. Steve, ask me how I ended up at Channel Brewing when I was in Stockton. How did you end up at Channel Brewing when you were in Stockton, Izzy? Well, I was in Stockton for an art show, hucking my art, untidyvenus.etsy.com, uh, when my lovely husband's truck wouldn't start because mm -hmm. it was sitting in the sun for some reason. So we decided, instead of getting the truck fixed, to wander over and get drunk at the brewery. <laughs> Always a good idea. Yeah, this is a crystal clear beer. Yeah, this is, clear. like, completely see-through. Nice golden straw color. Yeah. It almost has a little banana note to it. Yeah. Like, yeah, very malt-forward. Yeah, not not super hoppy at all, very malt forward. No, it's got just... a little bit of pine notes. Good clean beer. This is delightful. Yeah, good light, balanced. I'm not going to lie, everything I had at Channel Brewing was delicious. That's Channel Brewing, Stockton, California. Yeah. 9426, I don't know if there's Wait, something. Wait, don't know. Yeah. Um... So yeah, Hulk Hogan's in this movie. Hulk Hogan! As well as Don Stark, uh, mostly known for being the other dad in that 70s show. <laughs> yeah! Uh, not the only person from that 70s show in this what? movie, though. There is a, I don't know, 10 to 12 year old Mia Kunis in this movie? Yeah, there is. <laughs> uh, Ed Begley Jr., Clint Howard, and of course, yeah. Garrett Morris. <laughs> <laughs> Of SNL in the late 70s, early 80s fame. Yeah. Uh, but babe. So a star-studded cast. All right, see. Yeah, star-studded. That's the one. I have to ask you genuinely, This was this made for TV or was this like a wide release? I'm pretty sure it was like a straight-to-DVD kind of thing. Okay, because um, there were some production value <laughs> issues. What? <laughs> Uh, can, can I just break the plot down in like 60 seconds like other podcasts? Please do. Um, this is about Hulk Hogan is a millionaire who, uh, who gets, sorry, my brain completely froze up there. All 46 right. seconds. Right. Sorry, let me start again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Let me know when you're ready. Sorry. I'll start it was with that bean night <laughs> Or maybe that other beer. <laughs> Come on, babe. I'm three beers in. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So Hulk Hogan is a millionaire who is evading the police after paintballing them, gets uh, knocked unconscious, doesn't remember who he is, an evil elf, mall elf, steals his wallet, tries to steal his identity, tells him he's Santa. Meanwhile, Ed Bagley Jr. is an evil scientist who wants magic rocks from beneath an orphanage and is buying up the entire town to get them. Yeah, that's uh, Santa <laughs> with Muscles, everybody. Uh, thanks for joining us. We've had a wonderful time. Uh, Am uh, I wrong? No, that's pretty much it. I mean, there's slight inconsistency intricacies uh you forgot the part where uh hulk hogan was reminded that he was an orphan that's true <laughs> also hulk hogan has to fight his chef every morning. yes the, okay okay so the movie starts out uh we get a an orphan's letter to santa narrated yes. to us which okay setting the tone i guess a cute little blonde girl yeah um and then we cut to Hulk Hogan stalking a mansion, creeping around in the bushes. Right. He's trying to sneak in, like I don't know. He's trying to oh, break into a in vault full, or like, something. In full like Desert Storm gear. Yeah, yeah, like camo, and I, I assume he's got like a Bowie knife and like 
three weapons on him. And then, all and then sudden, he goes and fights stereotypes? Yeah, there's like a fucking <laughs> chef coming around the corner. A French chef yeah! with his, uh, his little uh, meat, meat the flattener, the tenderizer, yeah. There's a sumo um, chauffeur. Chauffeur, yeah. <laughs> okay, so the, the sumo quote-unquote chauffeur is like a fucking surfer guy, but he's got his hair up like in the Japanese ponytail. It's just a bro. No, 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 no. The, the, the chauffeur was actually Asian. The other guy was the bro. I think he was the trainer. But, the he, trainer. but he was the one doing like the whole, whole sumo like yeah. stomp and like and then charging at him. And All right, like... yeah. so, so we had like the surfer bro with the beer, like the goatee thing going. Yeah. His hair pulled back. Yeah. I think he's Hulk Hogan's trainer. The chauffeur was the kind of chubby guy with the short hair who yeah. was actually of Asian yeah, descent. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, the bro dude went like full kung fu, like like fucking mantis style. Yeah. Uh the chauffeur would like sumo like stomp stomp ah oh! the uh the chef just screams and wields I don't know meat tenderizer around and then there's um the butler who yeah. just chucks plates at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's British obviously because we're in stereotype land. Exactly. By the way, stereotype land doesn't start stop here. It goes to Ed Bailey Jr.'s oh, house. Oh no, too. it goes all through. <laughs> this whole movie is stereotype land. Yeah. So Hogan fights off the first couple, but then he gets surrounded, and then he goes, "Time." <laughs> Four minutes thirty six seconds. Uh, fuck, you guys call that a workout? We should make this a new rule. What rule are we up to? <laughs> Number three hundred and eighty six. Yeah, I gotta work out in the morning. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Pop my bod. I'm gonna go eat some protein shake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get introduced to the uh, the various rules of his mansion, including uh, one of my favorites. Rule number ninety one: Never lend a hand. You never know; you may need it later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so he he's a bodybuilder who's made a shit ton of money selling bodybuilding products. Yeah, yeah he's like the CEO of like GNC or something like that. And we find like out later company. he's the richest guy in ten states. Yeah. But he doesn't want to help orphans. Instead, he's going to donate some carb bars because they don't sell anyway. <laughs> yeah. Those ones don't sell anyway. Send those to him. That'll help. It's just like ground pretzels and white bread. <laughs> Pure carbs. <laughs> and dried up beer. It's, I don't know. They're going to fill that hole that's in their lives with carbs. That's what I do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> And it's delicious. Beer? <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us to our next beer. <laughs> Uh, but he, uh, after his quote-unquote workout, he decides to go paintballing with all of his yeah. co-workers or whatever now. So he no, he has his, the... you have a meeting in tw- 10 minutes, uh, remember? The British guy, oh, duh. can we reschedule it? No, sir. Oh, they always come in when you're having fun. Then he goes out and it's, yeah, like paintballing with, like, more guys dressed in Desert Storm uniforms. Yeah, uh, like, like, super paintball guys. And they all load up in, in a Humvee, mm-hmm. uh, but they pass a cop. Two Humvees, because they're, they're, they're oh, shooting right, each there other. Two. like, blue and red. <laughs> Which, yeah, so they're speeding down the road, mm-hmm. shooting each other, uh, then cop Clint Howard. Yeah. Uh, oh, one of the guys, so, oh, that's right, so one group's on motorcycles, and Hulk Hogan is in the Humvee. That's what it was. Yeah. Because uh, one of the motorcycles bounces off of Clint Howard's car. <laughs> yeah, that's and right. And then he's like, oh my god, we're back 
back in the shit and damn. Yeah, that's right. He was like, he was like, terrorist, terrorist, send everybody. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm pursuing sick. right now. <laughs> I am in hot pursuit. <laughs> Uh, so they're chasing down the Humvee because that's really the only one they can catch Glenn up Howard with. Howard is basically Sheriff Justice. Oh right? yeah, yeah, totally, totally. I think his name's like Hinkley or something like that in this yeah. movie. But yeah, it's <laughs> hot pursuit. And so uh, Hogan's like, "Hey, this should be fun!" and starts firing the paintball gun at the yeah! cops, and more of them start showing up. And of course, there's like crashes and Hashtag all this stuff. White privilege. Yeah. <laughs> Let's remake this movie with Idris Elba and see how dark it gets. Oh jeez. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so he evades, um, and he's like, wait, I know how, how to get out of this. And oh, he says, we'll go to this small town. I was raised there. That's right. That's right. Lakeville mall. I was raised there. I know what this is. And uh, that's right. He leaves the Humvee, but he's like, basically like, all right, you distract him. I'm going to bail right. out here. And he jumps out of the Humvee. He was driving by the way. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so I picture like the driver, the passenger, oh, like, whoa, what the fuck? I'm like a blank. What the fuck, man? Oh, but he, like, barrel rolls out of there and, like, keeps running into the mall. Um, and he finds, like, a Santa outfit, hides in it. The cops run into him, and he's like, oh, I haven't seen anyone like that here. Oh, Santa, have you seen a blonde guy, bodybuilder? He just shot our car a couple of times. No, I haven't seen anybody like that coming through here. Excuse me, I got kids to entertain. Santa, do you have ten minutes for a little child? <laughs> Fax me, buddy. High five. <gasps> That's the guy! What? Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santa's village, there's a bunch of kids, little, very much snot-nosed brats. Like, Santa, Santa, yeah, I want my rollerblades, And a bunch of drunk elves in the back, and then uh, the poor lady uh, producer trying to put the show on, he's like, I got 50 bucks for whoever can find me a Santa right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but luckily, there's a guy in a Santa outfit trying to evade the cops and hanging out in the. Uh, uh, he's basically hiding out in the the trash chute, right? The trash chute, yep. And uh, basically, someone throws out the trash, hits him in the face, and he falls down with the a Santa. Bottom. He gets hit in the face with the Santa. Oh shit! That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's like the little Santa plastic. literally pl- hit him in the face. <laughs> yes, yeah, Steve. This movie is subtle. Yeah, there's a lot of, really a lot of subtle undertones. Yeah, so he falls all the way to the bottom. Uh, while, I, I don't know, the elf guy, I, what's his name in this movie? What's the it? other dad from that 70s yeah, show. Lenny. Lenny the elf. Lenny the elf. Uh, he's having a smoke break or something, sees him fall through, like, oh, buddy, are you okay? And he realizes, oh, oh his, shit. Wall, his wallet make, fell out. <laughs> I can make, no, first it's, I can make 50 bucks. <coughs> Excuse me. I can make 50 bucks and bring the Santa to my producer. Yeah. <laughs> And then he picks him up, and then he finds his wallet and goes, Oh, shit, this is the richest guy in ten, in ten cities! That's right. This is Blake Thorne! Yeah. Meanwhile, across town, we're introduced to the real villain of this movie, which I got a little confused with, because we basically went back to a mansion with very similar yeah. people. <laughs> and but then, this, and, So Blake's uh, mansion was white, and Bagley Jr.'s mansion is red brick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is going to be very important for the end of the movie. Exactly. You're going to get really confused towards the end. Right? Um, but yeah, Ed Begley Jr. is uh, this evil guy. He's, he's basically trying he's to buy scientist. up the town for some reason. Yeah. And he's got this team of scientists that are like, fucking, there's a, the archaeologist. Uh, yeah. He's very subtle. Uh, he played gay man in Blank Man. Yeah. 
yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, everybody is dressed like a Halloween costume version of themselves. Yeah. There's, yeah, like, yeah. the lead scientist who, like, is, like, Loki, but in a <laughs> fucking, like, white lab coat. Yeah. That's um, right. Yeah, the, the archaeologist who's a fucking lunatic and giggles for no reason all of the time. No, 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 no. Uh, the guy, I'll talk about the guy, the archaeologist is the guy that's in the, like, African safari outfit. With... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, oh, and, and then there's another guy who's the like fartologist who's oh, always giggling, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Okay. he has like a, I don't know, a tank of farts that he fires at yes, people or it's something. True. And then there's the, what I just have dubbed as the electro matrix, who's like the dominatrix but has like <laughs> electro powers. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah. But yeah, that's going on across town. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's like ultraviolet meets Electra. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, two great movies. But yeah, back in uh, where the elf uh, identified that it's Blake Thorne that's in the Santa outfit. Yeah. He wakes up, but he has amnesia. And it's like, of course, amnesia. Got it. All right, we're in. <laughs> and then I've written down so many concussions because they're like, <laughs> Lenny's like walking him through the mall and he hits his head on like every door frame, every like support beam, every wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, he basically sets Blake down in the Santa outfit to, you know, be the mall Santa. And so there's, like, the montage of the kids that are like, And I want this, and I want this, and I want this. Are you yeah. listening? Are you listening to me? And um, during this montage, I swear the ones at the end, the boy and the girl, I am pretty certain those are his real kids. I think so, yeah. Because... <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to lie, I caught an episode or two of the uh, Hogan's reality show when that was on. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. And then while that's going on, there's these two dumbasses who are basically stealing the donations for the orphanage yeah. from the sleeping lady watching them. I don't know. Yeah, the sleeping... Yeah, there's a lady, like, sleeping at the booth to raise money for the orphanage. The mission orphanage. That's right. And then some kid's like, hey, what are you doing? Like, oh, we're just uh, taking care of this for blah, blah, blah. And like, Santa, someone's trying to steal the money! And Santa, like, stands up and goes and... Starts... And he goes, bitch, no one likes a tattletale. Wait, no, yeah, that's not no, what that's, happened. That's not what happened. <laughs> that's if DMX was. Yeah. Santa. Nobody likes a snitch, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, DMX is Santa! <laughs> Coming soon, though. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, Blake gets up and he's in the Santa outfit. He's like, hey, what are you guys doing there? And they start fighting and I... <laughs> I love, my favorite part of the whole fight is when one of the guys like grabs the candy cane and you hear someone in the background go, yes. look out, he's got a candy cane. <laughs> it's true. But yeah, oh, Santa, Santa whoops his ass, or whoops their asses. And then yeah, so he saves the day and uh, bas- oh, Santa. basically Lady the Elf is like, hey, good job, man. Let's, uh, let's... oh no, no, that's right. He, he sees like, what were they trying to steal? Like, oh, there's donations for the orphanage. I feel like I should go there, there's help a, out, you there's know? There's a big sign that says, save the orphans. And he goes, should I go save the orphans? And he's like, no, no, they're fine. See, like, people are donating money. I feel like I should go save them. And then he just, like, walks off with, like, kids hanging off of him. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, yeah, I can give you right here. Hop on my scooter. It's like yeah. a fucking Lenny. Vespa. Or Meanwhile, something. Lenny still has his wallet because he's going to hit up the ATM. That's right. <laughs> 
But yeah, they get there. Basically, they get there uh, just as the uh, the band of scientists or whatever get there. Oh my God. To, like, in their ice shit. cream truck. Yeah. <laughs> what was the music playing in their ice cream truck? Oh, it was. Um, it was the Hitchcock theme. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Hitchcock presents. It was Hitchcock presents. That's right. Oh Jesus! Horrible. Um. Like, go there and basically like, are you ready ready to give us the land for free or whatever? Like, no, get the fuck out of here. Blah, blah, blah. Fine. We'll just steal your statue. Okay. Yeah. By the way, it's like a mission. I couldn't find what mission this was. Oh, and I think the statue is of Christopher Columbus. <laughs> right? <laughs> or at least someone very similarly dressed. Yeah, somebody know. of his era. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and this, oh, yeah, that's right. And then, uh, so they're driving off the statue and then out of nowhere, Garrett Morris pops up and stands in the right? way and says, Hey, where are you going with that? You need to stop. Ah! And he's about to get ran the fuck over. But then, oh, the, the van stop, the ice cream truck stops. What, what, what's wrong? What's going on? Hulk Hogan's left in the back so it doesn't get any traction. <laughs> uh, that was like mandatory for like an 80s action movie, right? Oh yeah, just to show how strong they are. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so yeah, after saving Garrett Morris, uh, everyone at the orphanage is like, "Oh, you should you should at least stay for dinner." And Lenny Lenny the elf is like, "Yeah, yeah, we should totally have at least dinner. You know, whatever. That'd be great." Oh, oh and my Vespa's broken now. Yeah. <laughs> so we can't leave because apparently Lenny has nowhere else to go. Right. Okay. Well, th- this will come up later, but Lenny's homeless, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure, okay. he has to be. Are you like? Because he doesn't have a car to live in. It's like, it's like the Vespa or whatever, but... Yeah. It's just the weirdest thing, because... Alright, so we meet all the kids at the orphanage, all, what, three of them? Right? Uh, three kids. Three kids. Three kids? Because there's Cause uh, it... Mila Kunis, the little blonde boy, and the little blonde girl. I swear there was one other one nope, in there. just those Okay, ones. just those three, then. So there's only three kids in this orphanage, Because so... everybody else got adopted. These were the only kids nobody wanted. But yeah, yeah, so so during dinner, uh, like asking, so so what what's your name, Santa? Like, well, guess I'm Santa. Oh yeah, you're just down here from the North Pole. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. And the elves go along with it and stuff too. And if I'm the adults there at the orphanage, I'm like, all right, this is cute and all. Who who the fuck are you guys? Right? We, oh, we, so we can't have real a, criminals here. A homeless Santa and a homeless. Uh... And a, and a homeless elf are going to go stay at the children's orphanage. And I like how they're like, oh, we we got some clothes you can change into it. And Lenny the Elf is in, like, the, the fucking lamb jammies. Yeah. <laughs> and then they give Hulk Hogan the, or Blake or whatever the, uh, the like, Jesus shepherd outfit. The shepherd, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the... Yeah, and, oh, and Lenny's making fun of, of Hulk. Oh, yeah, like, oh, you look ridiculous in that. <laughs> All the while he's wearing lamb jammies with a tail and everything. Right? And, yeah. Yeah, so so the next morning they have breakfast, but Santa comes out without his beard. <gasps> bum, what? Bum, oh shit! I found it. It's Faith Community Church in Fillmore, California. That's the building, correct? Yeah, that looks like it. So it's not really a mission; it is a church, but it totally looks like a mission. Sorry, continue. Yeah. No, no, so that's he cool. comes out without his beard, and the littlest one, the little blonde girl, is just like Santa. Santa loved a woman who wasn't clean, so all of his hair fell off. <laughs> that's oh, wait, that's a different Santa movie. Yeah. Yeah. Mrs. Was, uh, <laughs> Mrs. Claus says it tickles, so I shaved it off. Or yeah. I, ju- I just wore it for, for deliveries. Yeah. 
yeah. the kids are just like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that works. That checks out. And then we see on the newspaper headline: Santa with muscles. Roll credits. That's the end of Roll the movie. Roll credits. Movie ends. When we come back, oh wait, there's more movie. Um, <laughs> that's right. When they have the dinner uh, or breakfast or whatever, um, Lenny like has the brainstorm that he needs the thumbprint to get access oh, to the money yeah. or whatever. The fucking music that's playing when he realizes like he can get the thumbprint off of his off the glass, glass and like in slow motion, it's like. No! like the most triumphant vision anyone's ever had it's like he did so here's my thing lenny you have a guy with amnesia yeah you could just be like yo i need to borrow you for a second he's obviously very susceptible worst case scenario could be like oh this is your card did you forget that you owed me a thousand dollars i really need to get my vespa fixed can we go get that like right now yeah but that's not with the movie babe don't be a smart criminal be a lenny the elf criminal so, the, so Mia Kunis, uh, she fixes up his suit for him. Yeah, she she cuts his arms off. Oh, yeah. Sun's out, guns out. Yeah. yeah. By the way, like, how confused would anybody who doesn't live in, like, a southern state be watching this movie? Like, it's Christmas time, but he's wearing short sleeves. What's going on? <laughs> what is this magic? How come nobody's even wearing so much as, like, a long sleeve t-shirt? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's around this time, um, Miss uh, Who from the uh, local news shows up and wants to interview Santa with muscles. Apparently they got word to be hanging out at the mission. Oh my god, she's the worst interviewer in the world. Like, <laughs> Well, he's not the greatest interview ever either. <laughs> yeah, no, but, like, there are bad interviews on the news all the time. Like, that's half the news is, like, bad interviews. But she's just like... So today we are interviewing the Santa with muscles. He he was at a local mall, and then he stopped a robbery. That that is correct. How was it stopping robberies? Uh, but better than riding reindeer. Eating reindeer. He was eating reindeer. Was eating remember? Reindeer. <laughs> what do you like to do when you're not stopping robberies? Uh, I like to eat reindeer. It gives me the protein I need to get these muscles. <laughs> yeah, Lenny's like trying to help him off screen. And Lenny's the worst at everything. Oh, God. Yeah, that's right. He's like <laughs> trying to like charade his way. And he's like, um, cho- choke a goose? Uh, what, what, what the fuck are you doing, man? I like to choke my goose while eating right here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, so after the interview, we get child singing. Oh God! <laughs> oh God! Don't make Izzy's, kids sing. Don't. Izzy's favorite thing in the world is when a child sings a horrible song nobody else knows. Yeah. And it was like something like, like it was Angel Baby. Yeah. But you told me it was a real song, and I'm like, I feel like this is bullshit just made up for this movie. No, I asked you if it was a real song. Oh. Angel Baby. Coming for you. Wait, Having that's not a the wonderful babies. Christmas time. <laughs> Angel oh, babies. Having a Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, don't turn us off just yet. <laughs> All right, Fact but, better than the kids who was singing. Oh, it really was. We actually. have. We are songbirds. We're goddamn birds. songbirds yeah. <laughs> compared to that little girl. But it does raise the question. Mm-hmm. 
Does Santa have a mommy and daddy? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think I do. <laughs> but I don't know. And then we get the story of like, uh, there's a legend that, or like when you sing just the right way, the windows start dancing and doing colors. There are fairies in the windows. Some bullshit. Yeah. And it's like, People wait, used to come what? from all over to see the fairies in the windows, but they don't come anymore because nobody sings to the windows. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, there's hanging out. Um, and then the uh, evil scientists throw the head of the statue through the window. Right? Jesus. <laughs> And then basically uh, Blake goes out there and he's like, hey, you guys need to get out of here like right now. And what if we don't want to? Yeah, then the Loki scientist like pulls, oh, takes way, off his stethoscope and starts using it like a whip. By the way, he's also been trying to hit on uh, the, the, the orphan wrangler the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, the what? I believe the official term is orphan wrangler. Oh, you mean the lady that runs the orphanage? The caretaker slash wrangler. I mean, she's not doing a great job of wrangling. She's only got three orphans, though. Because she found homes for the rest of them. She already herded them up. These three, they keep getting away from the back. <laughs> Going with your new parents, yeah. <laughs> Steve, wrangling orphans is like trying to put cats in a oh. basket. It's practically impossible. Yeah, that's true. So Blake chases him off or whatever and goes back inside and he's just like, yeah, yeah, we'll be fine. Those guys will get tired of us and blah, 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 whatever. But then uh, one of the little kids... uh, Mila Kunis is the one who's like, didn't we have a brother? (laughs) No, yeah, yeah, because the one one kid like runs off with the statue head. (laughs) Yeah, he went, he went and he stowed away in the bad guy's vehicle, but nobody noticed he was gone until Mila Kunis was like, oh, fuck, there was a dude here. <laughs> Where's Taylor? <laughs> oh, yeah, we are losing one of our three children we're responsible for. Has anybody seen Carl? Yeah. <laughs> so Taylor goes walking dead, wearing a cowboy hat. And... Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. And the, and the worst part of it is, okay, so he sees, like, the head's gone. The, the Like, Hulk Hogan, or Blake, whatever, sees that the head of the statue's gone. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I think I know where he is. How? How do you have any idea where he is? So so they, <laughs> then we cut to uh, the mansion of uh, Dr. Frost, who's the, the evil guy, Ed Begley Jr. Ed Begley Jr., Dr. Ed Begley Jr. Yeah, do- Dr. Begley. Dr. Begley. Yeah. <laughs> uh so we're, we go there. Dr. I'm like, Junior. <laughs> Wait, is that where they're good? Is that where he's going? Why? <laughs> well, the kids stowed away. How Hulk Hogan knew how to get there? I yeah. don't know. Except for we sort of find out later. Except for we don't. Yeah. I don't know. They sneak up to the mansion, uh, you know, to find Taylor before he like slingshots windows and shit. You know, mm-hmm. just eye for an eye or whatever. Yeah. But but they hear uh, Doctor Begley's plan is to excavate under the orphanage. He has to excavate under the whole town. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, all the, the area he's already bought up. And, and, then and they like, see his map with all the X's on it and then the big circle around the church. Yeah. Or the, the, the orphanage. Mission, yeah. And so then it's like, what, what's under the mission that they could possibly want? Just our clubhouse. What? Oh, the kids play in the old catacombs under the church. What? <laughs> and there's some sort of big vault door down there. I don't know. They just play down there. I don't have to deal with them when they're down there. Okay, okay. So the orphans play in the catacombs. And mommy has her wine time. Oh, that checks out. (laughs) 
That's that's what yeah. I'm assuming, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> So, so they go into the catacombs. The kids play in the land of the the underground land of the dead. Yes. Well, the the adults never go down there with good reason. And the kids have figured out like three of the four combination numbers. Uh huh. But who knows the fourth combination? Apparently, number. Hulk Hogan knew the whole combination the whole time. Uh huh. Which is like, wait, what? What is going on? <laughs> and then they open it up, and it's full of electromagnet crystals? Fucking light brights. It's full of light brights. Steve, are there crystals that hold electricity? I don't think so. If you throw them, do they explode? I doubt it. I'm going to Google this. Oh, God Because <laughs> I'm drunk. <laughs> so they're like, oh, yeah, there's light brights or whatever that are all over. These electromagnet <laughs> quartz or whatever. That's what makes the windows change color when you sing and blah, blah, blah. And as I've written down, what the fuck are you trying to sell me on? <laughs> crystals do not hold electricity. Boom. But you can grow crystals with electricity. Well, yeah, that's just energy causing the bonds. And yeah, mm-hmm. anyway. anyway, yeah, yeah. So, ha! Yeah. No, no such thing. Sucker. We found a hole Sucker. in Santa with muscles. <laughs> Boom. We found a hole in this plot! <laughs> its name is Hulk Hogan. <laughs> and then the truth is revealed. About the elect- about the crystals. Uh, why they want? Okay, why Ed whatever. Begley Jr. wants okay. wants to buy the orphanage? <laughs> Spoiler alert! That's not the biggest what the fuck truth <laughs> coming out of this movie. Uh, no, right, but see. that's that's why everybody wants wants the orphanage because apparently it's on top of crystals that can generate electricity and they're worth a fortune. So we're just gonna close the door and walk away. Yep, close the door, walk away, go upstairs. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! The scientists are back and they're ready oh, to fight. Oh fuck! Uh, so they fight and then. Uh, uh, the Loki guy and Hulk Hogan like go up to the highest tower of the mission to fight. Yeah, Loki runs all the way up there. Santa, do you know what my wish is? <laughs> that you would leave me alone. <laughs> Excellent person. But yeah, I so wanted <laughs> like one of the guys go right off the edge. And Fun guess fact, what? It happens. Hulk Hogan does for some reason into a garbage truck. <laughs> Trash. Trash. Where the garbage man recognized him from his protein shake label and takes him home. Yep. Where his butler puts him to bed without rinsing him off even a little bit, but sprays him down with Lysol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this we're... can't be the first time that butlers found his boss passed out and had to shower No, him, no, right? no, no. This is like a like like Bruce Wayne being found covered in blood and some semen and then alfred's like i dressed you off so you're quite ready for the next day (laughs) i'll get the hose (laughs) it happens again happens every time i fight the cum guzzler (laughs) 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 worst batman villain ever (laughs) steve new poll worst batman villains People can submit their... <laughs> People can submit it if they think they can beat Cum Guzzler. So, <laughs> so yeah, so so Blake wakes up and he's like, I need to call the orphanage, make sure they're okay. Hey guys, it's me. Guess what? I'm a bazillionaire. I don't want to ever hear from you again. What? You are a mean man. And you left us and the kids all alone. And I thought I loved you, but I don't. Never call you again. Okay, it's not quite that specific. But yeah, <laughs> basically the bad guys had a recording from when they were earlier trying to harass uh, the the orphan wrangler, as the you call her. And, 
And they basically record played that on a recording when he called and I will never suck your dick again. <laughs> that was not <laughs> the conversation. But I also have herpes of the mouth now. I can't believe you do that to me. I didn't even ask about that. I mean, it's, it's not a deal breaker. I also have. Uh, hello. <laughs> so apparently it must be a super slow news day because uh miss chu is back on the news talking about how Breaking how news. santa is now missing from the orphanage and no one can seem to find him she's stalking homeless santa <laughs> there's a news reporter stalking a homeless santa yeah it's around this time the uh the evil scientists then raid the mission um and Ed Begley's hazmat suit is Oh, amazing. yeah. So apparently oh, he's a right. germaphobe. He's, yeah, yeah. He's like a germaphobe. Like everything, he's just sprays Lysol everywhere he's in his mansion and stuff. So he's like in this hazmat suit. And then they go down to the vault. Mm-hmm. And even when they're like, make him like, you know, they, they don't know the combination because apparently only Blake. Well, Colgan was Hogan the only knows. one who figured out. He didn't tell them. He just did it. <laughs> And so... Oh, who's going to open the door for me, little children? <laughs> Here you go! And the miners are put to work. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, no, no, no. They're like, sorry, we're just kids. We don't know how to open the door. Uh, hmm, that's a shame. So you could just let us go. But then who would mind my mind? <laughs> he puts the little hats on them. <laughs> little, little hats and some picks. And they're like, go to work, children! Ed Beckley Jr. is the best part of this movie, right? He kind of is, he, unfortunately. He's great! I, I don't know. I love Ed Beckley Jr. <laughs> yeah, so uh, a little bit of child labor as they put the miners to work being miners. Yeah. Um, but They don't look like bumblebees to me, Steve. No, no. That is the one flaw in this movie. Well, you, you see, Obama hasn't come into office yet <gasps> to put... This is the sequel. Ed Beckley realizes that orphans are not a reliable source of labor. It's the prequel. It's a prequel. I apologize. Prequel, it's a prequel. Yeah. He reali- in the sequel to this, he realizes that orphans are not a reliable source of uh, of labor. They complain way too much. They eat way too much, and they might get adopted. Yeah. I mean, that's your worst fear. You lose your labor source to some sort of loving parents. <laughs> Bullshit. Get bees. They're literally drones. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Story checks out here. All right. <laughs> And then that's when Marky Mark gets on the case. <laughs> hey guys, what's going on with these bees? Am I right? If you guys have no idea what we're talking about, go listen to our drunken. Let's see. The there's the movie episode. Bats. There's the happening. <laughs> it's like a three or four episode arc. We built this conspiracy from the ground up. It starts at the top. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but Blake and his uh, friends slash employees are off to the rescue yeah. so you got the chef and the chauffeur and yeah. the trainer guy We're going to war yeah so they hop in the hummer and get going to the mission uh the cops chase him oh no clint howard's on the trail again but luckily the chef is there to uh slick the roads with i don't know thousand island oh, dressing it was uh it was protein shake oh wait yeah, it was protein shake, and then they, they sprinkled protein powder, and apparently it's napalm. Oh, uh, <laughs> damn. And then that's when the cops were like, well, fuck this shit. If they're doing chemical warfare, where's my rocket launcher? Yeah, exactly. At the <laughs> when the cop pulled out the rocket launcher, I'm like, oh, yeah. This- richest man in ten states. <laughs> yes. They're going to point a rocket launcher at. Oh, <laughs> hi, Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Elon Musk. <laughs> 
But instead, oh. uh, they missed the billionaire and hit uh, fellow officer Clint Howard's car. Right? Uh, don't worry, his hair gets singed. Oh yes. So so they get into the to get into the mission. The which chef has been taken is there over with, by bad guys. Yeah, which has been taken over by the evil scientists. Uh, the chef shows up with like a, a fucking like tray. it's like a sushi platter. Yeah, and, and the guy answering the door is like, "Oh shit!" Other stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, all of his guys are stereotypes too. Uh, but yeah, so instead of being room service, going to the mission or whatever, it ends up being Hulk Hogan just plow yeah. right through there. And yeah, so they go down. There's the fight, the guy with uh, the fart, the, the fart, fart guy. And he like fills up his suit with what I thought was nitrous. Cause he was lat hard, but he's been doing yeah. that the whole movie. Uh, did he just the, stink him out with his fart? I have or? no idea. I don't know what was going on with that guy. But you forget, Steve. You kept saying the archaeologist wasn't giggling. He was also laughing like a maniac while he was trying to, to like... Oh, yeah, to, like, uh, jackhammer like, or whatever. Hey, drill. It's almost yeah. ready! Yeah, they were both... Well, they did look kind of similar, too. I wonder if they were brothers, like, in, this, in the story of this movie. I have no idea. And then, again... I may have sm- found a small plot hole in this movie. What, what? The archaeologist guy is working on trying to break open the door because they can't, Ed Bagley can't get into the vault. He was welding on one side and then opens the door on the other. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was, uh... <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you're gonna make a shitty movie, have just like a little bit of integrity with that stuff. Come on, guys. That's yeah. not that hard. And then there's the fight with the uh, the Electro Matrix chick. Yeah. <laughs> and the oh, she's sumo, quote unquote. She's dead. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, she gets struck by uh, electrocuted by uh, the elf Lenny. She, yeah, Lenny dumps water on her, and she <laughs> electrocutes, flips backwards, and lands in a pew. Yeah. It's like, well, that bitch did. Also, this is a weird part where, like, they all of a sudden start speeding, speeding up, up everything. Actions. Yeah. Like, her flip, I see why they kind of sped it up. They wanted it to, like, not look like she wasn't, like, trying to avoid bashing her head into the pew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. But then, like, all of a sudden, Lenny is, like, sped yeah, up. Yeah, like, when Lenny's doing, like, his little Errol Flynn, like, going down the rope or whatever. From it was super weird. Yeah, it was a little weird, but, you know. And then it's around this time, Garrett Morris says, Hold on, Blake, before you go down there, I gotta let you know something. Oh, alright, so, so Hulk Hogan <laughs> is gonna go and rescue... Him and the orphan wrangler. So he bashes down the office door and he's got a great line. You could have knocked. <laughs> you could have just knocked. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. He was also the best part of this yeah, movie. Yeah, Garrett Morris was pretty good. Garrett right? Morris and Ed Bagley Jr. carried this film. He was only, they're both only in like three or four scenes. Yeah, but, it but they were the better part. They grounded it is what it was. Yeah. They were the least ridiculous characters <laughs> on screen. Well, me and Kunis. No, I was kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Mila Kunis was fine too. I just yeah. say... Except the the Mila Kunis and the boy with the big ears, not terribly annoying child actors. Yeah, the little blonde chick's annoying as fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the and rest not of just because fun. she was singing, but you know she's the. Oh, Thanos, you're my daddy. Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> Remember that part? <laughs> yeah, but uh, Garrett Morris says, "Whoa, hold on there, buddy. You've been lying to her." What? what? You ever wonder why uh, why everything seems familiar here? I just figured it was because I grew up here. In this town, I mean. No, you grew up here, in the orphanage. And Dr. Uh, Frost, you guys were best buddies when you were here. 
Is that a picture of me on her desk? Shit, yeah, it is. Wait, why does she have a picture of me on her desk? I We're like the same age. I don't ask too many questions. That's how I keep my janitor job here. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. What's his job? He obviously lives at the, the orphanage. Guy. No, because he, he, he like mows the lawn and stuff. And okay, so yeah. he's also a homeless man who does odd jobs for room and board. Yes, sir. All right. All right. I just everyone in this town apparently is homeless and does odd jobs for an orphanage. Yeah, well, you know, an uh, orphanage. That, the economy's tough, sweetie. Oh, uh, we also <laughs> skipped over the part an orphanage that apparently is rich enough to buy their orphans protein flakes. <laughs> because they had to hide well, Blake's face, sweetie. It's because those were donated. Remember. Oh, that's right. Carbs, carbs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then there's the scene where uh, the doctor comes in and is like, oh, I thought I heard a noise. Um, and then the the orphan wrangler lady, she was like trying to like seduce him. Oh, I know you've always. Oh, that's in the kitchen. So the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the kids are trying to. She's going to find the kids, and then she yeah she runs into Loki looking motherfucker. <laughs> the kids come up behind him, and then are like. She's just like, oh, maybe I can distract you while my kids are behind you. Yeah, and then she, and she says something like, oh, those kids he are He says something about like, yeah. oh, you're so much better when those annoying brats aren't around. Don't you ever talk about my kids that way! And then she basically pushes him, he trips over the kids into the freezer, and they lock him in there, and yeah. again, they kill him? Oh, yeah. They leave in him the in there, and I assume freezer? four days later they go in there to get some food, and they're like... Oh, fuck, that's right. We had somebody in here the whole time. Uh, no. You know what we do have, though? We run an orphanage. We have hamburger. We, lots, lots and of, lots of hamburger. Who wants chili? <laughs> we, they also have catacombs, so... Yeah. Jesus Christ. So what I'm hearing is they have a wine cellar? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, uh, you lock that clubhouse off to the kids, and you rent it out as a wine cellar to some rich fuck. That's true. And that's that. how you support your orphanage. <laughs> Some rich fuck like Blake? Maybe. Or Ed Bagley Jr. Maybe he just wants to rent your basement yeah. for a while. And maybe he'll build your orphans a treehouse instead. There you go. So of we course, the- then again, it is Southern California. Treehouse might actually cook <laughs> them alive. <laughs> <laughs> he built a treehouse, but it just cooked them in their own juices. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. What have I done? <laughs> It's okay. We have catacombs once again. <laughs> All right. Hide the you know evidence. What? You know what? They were right. They were right not to let to rent their uh, their electric diamond mine to Ed Bagley Jr. But and instead to instead of paying for air conditioning, let the kids play underground. There you go. Alrighty. Never mind. I see. I see the error of my ways. <laughs> Speaking of underground, we come to the final fight. Oh, it was a fight between Blake and Doctor Frost in the catacombs. Yeah. And, and they grab those electric quartz crystals to have a lightsaber fight, lightsaber basically. Fight. <laughs> oh, but if there's too many vibrations, the crystals could explode. It's gonna blow! No! And then the fucking mission goes full fucking <laughs> poltergeist. And, like, it implodes on itself. As all of the cops are pulling up. Yeah. And I like Mila Kunis just kind of, like, is staring at the cops and just points at the wreckage. Yeah. Did you catch that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's just like, so, this is why you're here, right? Yeah, this is this is the emergency, right? <laughs> All that other stuff going on. 
But yeah, they uh, lock up the fart guy and Electromatrix, all the scientists. And... Who, by the way, are all dead because they were all inside they, the mission. They should be. Yeah, like, <laughs> low-cost low <laughs> low Loki gets, like, wheeled out. He's still partially, he's, like, partially frozen. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And then the fart guy, like... He's releases. like paralyzed, and then like they throw him in there, and like he stinks. Oh, he's so stinky. Yeah. So the orphanage is blown up. Yeah. The they orphans no, have they no, no place longer to have go. a place to live. So, oh wait, they're friends with a billionaire. Oh my god, are they going to move into <laughs> to Blake's house? That's what you think that would happen. Nope. <laughs> they move in to Doctor Frost's house, the red brick mansion. <laughs> And it's like, which also apparently is right next door to the prison. Has so a perfect view of the prison. So it's like, <laughs> I'm just picturing Ed Begley Jr. being go, walked into prison and like, well, at least I can still see my mansion. Are those fucking kids playing in my mansion? <laughs> Warden! Warden, do you see this? Yeah, they get to squat there for eight to ten years, Steve. What? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> as long as he's in jail, that house is empty. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's the end of Santa with Muscles. Everybody's happy <laughs> living in a convict's vacated mansion. <gasps> I just realized something. Oh. Okay, so when we were watching the movie, we didn't mention this, but uh, all around uh, Ed Bagley Jr.'s house, there's like beer kegs that are like shooting steam out of them. I yeah. just realized he's a germaphobe. I bet they're full of uh, oh, like sanitizer. Yeah. He's okay. sanitizing his yard because he all had his shrubbery animals like encased in plastic. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. That makes sense. I could not figure that out when we were watching yeah. the movie. You're watching it. It's like I assume it's some sort of deterrent. I, I, I don't no, know. it's or sanitizer. maybe he has some underground diamond mine. He's just so it venting. is at Begley Junior's house for sure that they moved into because uh, they've taken all the plastic off the shrubbery yeah. and like like they. Made Make it a point to show that it's like now it's like open and free and a home for a shit ton of kids. Where did they and, get all those kids? And full of germy ass orphans. Oh, their hands are so sticky. <laughs> <laughs> everything in that house is sticky, Steve. Oh, everything, especially when the teenagers move in. Is it this? Is it is it this here podcast where we mentioned that guys are sticky from ages like half a year <laughs> through up, like thirty yeah. seven? Yeah, it was. Uh, You're almost. I believe. Your... <laughs> I believe it was our commentary. <laughs> Uh, Steve, you're almost out of your sticky face. Almost. Your hands are almost not <laughs> Definitely sticky. Definitely <laughs> almost. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we have fun facts. What? More beer. <gasps> and what we learned from Santa with muscles. Eh. Hi, this is Dana Gould, and you're listening to everything I learned from movies on your radio, phone, computer, television, or record player. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it. So you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. No big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking? You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Uh, also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. 
Hey, this is Liz. And this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We're talking Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you find awesome podcast you can also find us hanging out on twitter facebook instagram pinterest and at nerdybitches.com talk to you soon hey do you like movies hey do you like podcasts if you do then come on down and listen to the home video hustle podcast homie hustle hustle every friday we talk about whatever movie pj picks out the bag what does that mean well, every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I pick a bunch of movies at random. Sometimes there's a theme to it, sometimes not. PJ picks the movie up, and guess what? We watch it on Friday. We talk about it for about maybe an hour, hour and a half, whatever we feel like doing. Might give you something good to watch, baby. Come on down every Friday. So come get your hustle on with Home Video Hustle. You can find the show on any podcatcher app, or you can come down to homevideohustle.popping.com. All of them in one place for you. So you can go ahead and binge it like it's Netflix. We ain't the Defenders. Uh, but I like to think we a little bit better than that. <laughs> Come out at your boys, man. Come chill with us. Peace. Peace. We're happy to have you with us this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. Listen to me. Please listen. If you don't, if you won't, if you fail to understand, then the same incredible terror that's menacing me will strike at you! Are you ready to enter the sci-fi double feature drive-in? Every month we hold a special double feature with a very interesting theme thought up by your host, the conspiracy-loving Elisa, and yours truly, Jared the Kaiju Man Wegelin. We discuss giant monsters, little monsters, genetic abominations, robots gone awry, aliens coming to Earth, cryptids, and anything in between. So join us at the sci-fi double feature drive-in podcast every first and third Thursday of the month. And don't forget to stop by our snack bar first. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve. Those were the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Oh, you said it! Oh my god. They get better every week! <laughs> Man, after all those commercials, I'm a little parched. Oh, you should be. You did so much narrating. Did you I? did so many voices. You sounded just like all those other podcasters. Well, I've been practicing. By the way, Steve does all of that live. That's true. All of those are live. He does amazing impressions. The, be- the tough, tough part is doing the music in the background when they're talk when I'm talking. Yeah, well, I mean, you're just you're you're a savant that way. Oh, an idiot savant, but a savant nonetheless. <laughs> all right, so our next beverage actually isn't beer. What? But it contains all the ingredients of beer. So it's some sort of. Spirit. It is actually non-alcoholic. Well, have a good night, everybody. <laughs> My marriage is over. <laughs> right, well, what, 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 what is it? What is it? Ah, from IKEA, we have Winter Saga. I'm sorry, from IKEA. From IKEA, we have a soda. It's called Winter Saga, a Swedish festive drink oh. made with barley malt and hops. Hey, it kind of sounds like beer. It's made with stuff that's made from beer, so we're going to try this. Should we make some whiskey in with it? Right? It's a dark (laughs) beer. Or it's a dark beer. It's a dark beverage. It's got ruby highlights. I'm going to pop the top here. 
top. It's in a plastic bottle here. Ooh. It almost smells like root beer. Yeah. It smells like a fruity root beer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It smells pretty good to me. I'm not going to lie, I'm super scared. But here's the pour. Do you, do you not care for root beer? No, I do care for root beer, but um, it's barley and hops that's not been fermented to make alcohol that scares me. Oh. All right, now that I'm getting my glass, yeah, it kind of smells root beer-y, a little fruity. I'm getting a little bit of pine. Steve's gone in for the taste. Yeah, it is kind of like root beer, but a little more herbally. It's definitely malt forward, obviously, being almost entirely sugar water. But yeah, it's it just almost like has a, a black cherry thing yeah. going on too. Yeah, it's kind of sweet. There's definitely but, a, a berryness going on. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, it's actually really good. Yeah, it's really sweet. It's I don't know, almost what you what you would expect a Swedish malt beverage to taste like. It kind of tastes like sassafras soda. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good comparison. Yeah, it's a lot like sassafras. If you guys uh, aren't near an Old West Town, you'll never have this. But uh, in Old West Towns, yeah, they used to make like a root beer like drink out of sassafras. And this tastes like what you would get like in one of the like recreation saloons on a school field trip. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. I know, it's not as sweet as like uh, normal soda and stuff is. But yeah. it's, yeah, just nice muted and... I like, I actually, I think I really like this. I think we may need to go back and get some more. Apparently, this is a big deal in Sweden and for the holidays. Apparently, they drink 45 million liters a year. Damn. Or no, I'm sorry, not a year, in just December. I was reading. It's like their version of eggnog? I think so. And honestly, I'll drink this. Eggnog is horrible. Eggnog is gross. It really is. Hot take, eggnog is shit. You know what's awesome, though? Trash. Tom and Jerry's and hot buttered rum. Hot butter rum's good. I made you Tom or and Jerry's. Hot toddy, yeah. I made you Tom and Jerry's. That was the one that tastes like a hot buttered rum, but with uh, like more spices in it, and then lots and lots oh, of. Uh, I was whiskey. thinking of Tom Collins, I think, or no, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I made you the Tom and Jerry's after we saw the Tom and Jerry bowl, and you were like, "Oh, that's cute," and I'm like, "No, that's a drink." Yeah. That's a drink. Who wants some fun facts? Fun facts, are super fun facts, because fun, fun facts. Well, according to Business Week. Uh, the executive producer of this movie is Jordan Belford. See, Steve? Have you ever seen the movie Wolf of Wall Street? What? He's the uh, real person portrayed in that movie by Leonardo DiCaprio. Apparently he was the executive producer on this movie. Holy shit. Yeah. May the circle be unbroken. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the original author's draft was changed so much that he sued to have his name removed from the movie. I would, too, after seeing this movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, there are three writers that are credited to this movie. Who are they, Steve? Well, all three of them. This is their only writing credit. Oh, Jesus. Um, one of which was the water slide attendant in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Wow. The, the actor did that. Um, another is a casting director for about a dozen movies, and this is it for the third person. Like, this is the only thing they've done in Hollywood. Wow. That's awesome. So somebody brought their friend in. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, basically like, just do hey, rewrites sort of and stuff, and then the original guy's like, hey, take my name off that shit. I'll, t- I'll take the 20 grand. Stan, you're the funniest guy at the accounting firm. I'd like you to help me write this movie. Okay. I can do that. <laughs> I need a good name for a Hulk Hogan character. Blake. He's the guy that came up with the fart guy. <sighs> um, oh, yeah, and another fun fact. Don Stark, the actor that played Blaney the Elf, and Mia Kunis would go on to star in that 70s show. Yeah! So, sweetie, what did we learn from Santa with muscles? The kids can fact Santa. <laughs> um, I learned amnesia is always convenient plot. Oh, amnesia makes super convenient plot. Amnesia never has any other side effects that go with it. Like, nobody ever loses motor control or anything like that. (laughs) Yeah. Like, how much different would this movie be if, like, Santa couldn't remember who he was and also couldn't control his bowels? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you guys need to get out of here. This orphanage... (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) I seem to have messed myself. (laughs) Santa, do I need to change your diaper again? No, I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> you can just give me some fresh pants. That'd be great. Uh, here's a box of baby wipes. I'll be right back. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I also learned rule number 386. Never mix business with pleasure. Always mix business with pleasure. I learned that apparently there are Santa's rules. <laughs> yeah, that was... <sighs> uh, so, sweetie... So, sweetie, would you recommend Santa with muscles to anyone on this planet? I would to people who are fans of 90s wrestling, because, like, you got to be a completist and see everybody's work. There you go. <laughs> but this is a, I'm not going to lie, this was a rough one to get through. And I am a, an apologist for Jingle All the Way. Yeah. yeah that's that's how hard this was. I will apologize for Jingle All the Way. By the way, I think it was out the same year, too. Like, 96, 97, oh. something like that. <laughs> What was what was the quote uh, we read online that uh Oh yes, yes, <laughs> hold on, hold on. You'll laugh, you'll cry when you reach for the nearest dull razor or butter knife to properly attempt to gouge your eyes out. <laughs> oh, I got it here. Chris Hicks with the Deseret News. Shout out to Salt Lake City. Uh, say that films such as Santa with Muzzles make films like Jingle All the Way look better and said that Hulk Hogan Makes Arnold Schwarzenegger seem like Laurence Olivier. Yeah. So, sweetie, if we were looking to find wonderful gifts for this incredible holiday season that we're a part of, where would we go to find some of the greatest? Oh, well, if you're looking for something super awesome you can't get anywhere else, I would recommend the Etsy shop Untidy Venus. You can find it at untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Etsy.com. You can also find all sorts of fun things, including this here podcast t-shirt oh, at, uh, on TeePublic. Look up user Untidy Venus. And uh, yeah, it's totally on there. In fact, as of this recording date, one of you guys out there bought one of our t-shirts. That is so fucking cool. <laughs> that is so great. I have no idea who it is either. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't tell me who it is. It only tells me what size and what color you bought. And that is so amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah, so thank you. And yeah, check it out. There's all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, your nieces and nephews and children will love it. Um, and some of the, and the, cool adults. Ad- the cool adults, anyway. Yeah, I mean, come on. We've got Gary the Unicorn enamel pins. We have Robo Panda with glow-in-the-dark eyes and blasters enamel pins. And they're like real enamel pins. They're not like freaking Shrinky Dinks glued to like Tie Tacks or some bullshit. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've got glow in the dark moon cats. I have a ton of amazing prints, including the movie monsters who love kittens. I've got the field guide to movie worms. I've got a field guide to every Pokeball available in every legal version of the Pokemon games. There's tons of stuff. I've got a star wolf. I have foil work that's up there. I hand foil art guys. There's paracord bracelets. There's keychains. Paracord bracelets made with 550 pound paracord. It's, yeah, we have so much stuff. Steve and I make stuff. It's true. And you can buy it. Touched by our own fingers. Blessed by our kittens. <laughs> <laughs> yes, blessed by our kittens. Yeah. I know he's 16, but Mr. Pickles is still my kitten. And uh, in the holiday spirit, you know what? Help support our side hustle just by telling your family and friends about us. Check out an episode or two. Maybe one of your favorites. We really appreciate it. We love you guys. Happy Christmas Hanukkah or whatever. Yeah, thanks for everything. Yeah, we really thank do you guys it. so much. You guys we, are all amazing. We've been growing year over year. Uh, we've been having a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, we're yeah. just trying to get our side hustle on. You know how it goes. Hustling, hustling, hustle, hustling. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, thank you for everything. So until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from, from Movies. At EILFM.podbean.com and on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at EILFMovies. Bop, 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 bop. What? What I said was, this is Everything I Learned from Movies, brother. Have a good night, everybody. You do like, a th- like three quarters of a second of the accent. <laughs> yeah. Brother. Brother. Garrett Morris. Thank you, my dad. <laughs> Yes, thanks for the pig, Brandon. It's really stupid, but it was a lot of fun. I blame you. <laughs> I'll always remember the time I spent with you. November, December, April, May, and June. You are my angel baby. You're so fine. It's just.